0: You've held me in your arms, in my head, I've been witness to your charms a thousand times. You have sung me a love song, in my head. Hello, you're very welcome to the uh, first episode of the Attic Sessions for 2018. Um, belated Happy New Year to everybody. And today we are joined by the poet Iggy McGovern, who is fresh from just receiving a stellar review for his latest collection, The Eyes of Isaac Newton in the Irish Times. Um, you're very welcome, Iggy. Great great to have you in the attic. Um, now, start, given that you had that review just, just last Saturday and it was by the poet Katrina O'Reilly, wow, what did it feel to see that review and, and what do you think of reviews in in general
1: oh <laughs> well i I suppose the first number one is relief <laughs> and then great excitement and uh, and then slightly slightly ashamed uh, because for years I I, I I raved about the fact that the that the, the Irish Times had big photographs and very little review. Yeah. <laughs> and then I find myself it was my photograph. And I was thinking, oh, this is a very meaty review. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> but it was a wonderfully meaty review, yeah. and uh, I, I was so delighted. Uh, Katrina O'Reilly uh, is a poet I very very much admire, and uh, in some sense that, that that's really the, the, mm-hmm. the stamp on mm-hmm. on, the, on the review.
0: But have there been because I you know. There is one memorable review in my mind that I had that kind of stopped me in my tracks for a, a, a wee while because it wasn't a great one. So, I'm, has In the past, have there been kind of reviews that have bothered you? or? Uh,
1: I, I don't think so. Uh, 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 partly because I, I've never been quite sure what a review is doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, and, and on the few occasions when I've tried to write them myself, I'm, I'm equally Perplexed yeah. uh, uh, by 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 the process, so I I, I, I always approach them and saying, well, this is great. There's a re- there is a review. Yeah. This is great, yeah. and uh, and then uh, somewhere in there, there's there's going to be s- some wisdom that that I uh, you know yeah. something I was totally unaware of yeah. that that will hopefully make me a better writer in the future. Sure. So yeah. you
0: can always learn from. Uh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so we'll talk about the eyes of Isaac Newton in a little while, mm. um, but let's bring you back to how you got started because you grew up in Coleraine. Col- Col- was there a lot of poetry lying about or what was your exposure as a...? No, no, there wasn't. Uh,
1: there wasn't much literature lying about either. Uh, there weren't very many books in our house. Yeah. Uh, uh, if there were, there were usually religious uh, background of some sort. and. Uh, so uh, and poetry, I don't recall very, very much in, in, in school even yeah. about, about poetry. Uh, it was, uh, there was this, uh, something about verse-making in the sense of funny verse uh, that was around. Yeah. Uh, 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 there was a particular one, that, uh, my mother's favourite, was about this uh, 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 gravestone in the local graveyard, supposedly, where, uh, where the, the, the verse was Remember man as you pass by as you are now, so once was I. As I am now, so shalt thou be. Take up thy cross and follow me. Okay. And and then somebody snuck in one night and added two more lines. Um, To follow thee, I'd be content if I only knew which way you went. So, in a sense, poetry was, was humour and, yeah. and, and, and...
0: And the party piece, maybe, party that, that somebody exactly. might have. that's right, yeah. Um, so it wasn't... you studied sciences, and that wasn't like a battle of head over heart in any way. That was where you were going to go.
1: Well, I'm afraid that's the path of least resistance, I think, is the truth of it. It, uh, it was... Uh, uh, it, I found it easier, just so much easier. And I was I was kind of a lazy kid. No, without a doubt. I was in a, a very strict regime. I was in a boarding school, and yeah. it was all about study and everything like that. And you tried to kind of just get through that.
0: And were the sciences like something that they pushed?
1: Yeah, it was. It was very unusual in, in a sense. The uh, the it was a, a a Catholic boarding school. Was this in an Armagh? No, this is no. It wasn't the Armagh one, which was also a, a very unusual school. But yeah. the, this was in Belfast, uh, okay. and. Uh, and they had decided, you know, that they were going to work the system, the northern system, and that they were going to invest heavily in, in sciences, mm-hmm. and, and we had some great teachers, mm-hmm. mathematics and science. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So I guess that and, and I, my memory of it is that the, the, the literature, English literature and language uh, teachers weren't very inspiring. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, it's probably time to come out and admit that, that the only exam I ever failed <laughs> in my life was O-level uh, English uh, English literature. There you go, we have a scoop, finally. <laughs> we have a scoop on the <laughs> attic session.
0: Um, and I read somewhere, I think is an interview you did with, with Kate Dempsey, that you said that, that the reason the poetry started was that your wife said to you, listen, you have to get out of the house more. Go do an evening course.
1: That's 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 quite right. Yes, I, I, I owe Ailing a lot. Uh, she may have regretted that by now in some sense, but
0: but you could so, have chosen anything, really, couldn't you? Two? Well, I'd you know,
1: yeah. I mean, I I, I do ham up the story up a little bit. You know, about saying that you know that that uh, car maintenance was was, right, was, full and, was full, and therefore I ended up in in in, in creative writing. But in fact, I had decided in some way that I was going to do. That, but I went in thinking that I would be uh, 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 Ireland's answer to Frank O'Connor. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, not realizing just how extraordinarily difficult short stories are. And uh, at the end of the course, we uh, we all got little report cards, and, and mine said, "You will never be a short story writer." <laughs> uh, dot dot dot. But you might try poetry.
0: That's an, and yeah. and had there been poetry writing oh, as yes. part of the yes
1: there'd been everything we 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 we'd we, yeah. we done everything as they say <laughs>
0: because when I first met you, and I think that was in like the the mid to to late nineties mm. um you were already writing quite formally i i remember sonnets yes in yeah. in the classes that i i was in with you mm-hmm. um so is is there? I don't know. Is it a spurious link between the sort of the, the practical training in the sciences and here's a puzzle, here's a poem in form that I have to work out.
1: Yeah, I, I suspect that that's, there's something in that. All right. Uh, I mean, I, 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 form is still very, very important to me, even when I sort of subvert it as I do. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I still, I'm, I'm, i you know, I find that if I, I, if I don't have a sense of, of form, I'm going nowhere. Uh, so I, I regard it as just an essential kind of, even just to get, even to get me started. Yeah, yeah.
0: And which comes first? Do, you, do, you, do, you have an idea, a subject, and then a sense of well, that that would work in a sonnet, that would work in a villanelle, or?
1: Yeah, well, there. I, in a sense, I suppose the the form comes first, and that um, you know that if 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 the thing that I choose to to write, and of course, as you know, what you choose to write is not the thing that you actually do write. Yeah. <laughs> uh, far from it, uh, often. But uh, but if the uh, you know if if the spark is uh, is is something that somebody sent you, it seems to me that that's that's a villanelle. You know, particularly if they happen to say. The two things <laughs> that go together,
0: and that's because there's something about the the voice, the refrain, that yeah, the villanelle. It was right. a song.
1: That's right. It's the, and they echo all the time, and uh-huh. coming back to that same uh, thing. Yeah. So that would be just one w- yeah. one example. Uh-huh. But if it's if it's uh, if it's if it's a story, uh, then it seems to me that that's a sonnet. Yeah. And uh, I, I you know, and I would be. I don't start with line one there's some key line in there, mm-hmm. either in the middle or at the end, or possibly at the start.
0: And then you work back or and work forward work
1: or...? Yeah, and in my earlier, uh, uh, sort of, uh, tighter days, you know, tightness in myself, I would actually plot out the 14 lines. I would leave 14 lines on the on the screen. I wrote on the screen. Yeah. I, I didn't write on the page.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ah. So... so. Because I've always sort of thought about writing uh, directly into the screen means you're in editing mode almost immediately rather than... Yeah. I mean, it's the way I write, but...
1: Y- yes, yes, I think that's probably true as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah.
0: There, aren't, there aren't loads of Iggy McGovern notebooks... They're not. ...that are going to be sold to an American university. <laughs>
1: no, this is... <laughs> yeah, uh, indeed. Uh,
0: um, so uh, your first collection was The King of Suburbia. Yes. Um, and that won a Glenn Dimplex award in 2006 mm. was that the point well did it change your attitude to writing when that happened
1: uh, I suppose in some sense it must have but how I'm not not entirely sure um, I was delighted of course and uh, uh, and I was delighted that it was a kind of a confirmation of uh, Pat Boren's Decision wise or otherwise to, to take me on as, yeah. as as I was in fact his first. Uh, That's what I was going to say. He'd only yeah. taken over. From He'd only taken MD. over, yeah. and uh, uh, and, uh, and he was obviously putting his stamp on the on on the press, and uh, in, in, in some sense. Um, so I was delighted as much for him yeah. as as for, as for myself, and uh, um, and I suppose maybe at that stage I, I didn't realise. Uh, that uh, you know awards awards are very uh, very random processes <laughs> really I mean <laughs> you know uh, two two or three people sit in a room with uh, sure. uh, lots of lots of books yeah uh, I was very very uh, struck by uh, Michael O'Loughlin said at the last uh, the last poetry uh, the Irish Times Poetry Award he said that there were whatever there were three people in the room I think. He said, uh, and we all said, uh, we, we, we'd pick our, our, each of us will say our best mm. five. Mm. And at the end of that, they had 14 books on the table because yeah. they had completely, <laughs> completely different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, it is a random yeah. business and, uh, and that should never be forgotten. Yeah.
0: And so, so the sort of the expectation that if it happens once, it's going to happen constantly should not be entertained. Oh, oh
1: absolutely. You, you know, the, the award should have a thing stamped on it saying, don't, don't expect to get so lucky.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it struck once. It struck once. Um, so we were talking about form and coincidentally, um, the year that I was a judge of the, the Poetry Now Award, one of the books on my list... Was a Mystic Dream of Four, ah. which uh, was your uh, book about the mathematician uh, William Rowan Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But entirely in and was it 144? Is that? Oh no
1: no, no. Uh, 64. 64.
0: Okay, <laughs> yes. it seemed longer. Yes. Um, oh really? <laughs> it just I was immersed in it. I, I think I and and know, and, no, it's, uh... and that felt like that perfect sort of blend of of sort of mathematical interests, scientific interests, but yeah. also the, the expression. Um, was. It also felt like it was a project that was probably with you for a long time as well.
1: Yes, uh, uh, the, because it involved a lot of reading. Uh, uh, the writing of it actually, I, I, I just I breezed through. Not, yeah. you know, I really that was done very, very quickly and possibly that shows at some corners but yeah. uh, it was the reading that yeah. uh, i tried to come up with uh, a sense of well I, I, I didn't start out with any sense of that this is what i would do that i would sort of uh, create these uh, 64 talking heads uh, and, and mm. most of them are real mm. they're real people mm. and they they so they're being voiced i'm voicing them rather than that, that. so uh, and uh, uh, that as I say, I'd always wanted to do something about Hamilton anyway, yeah. partly because of the, uh, the college connection and also because of the, uh, you know, you're always sort of looking for somebody who, not, not a mentor as such, but somebody who would maybe give your, your own peculiar position some nudge. And yeah. here, was, here was a, a scientist, mathematician um, who, uh, who wrote poetry.
0: Good friend of
1: Wordsworth and a good very good friend of Wordsworth and uh, and, uh, and and um, and Coleridge and yeah. Southey yeah. and, and quite a few, you know yeah. the, the, the main men if you like yeah and uh, uh, and, and a although Wordsworth of course told him you know that you really have to choose you going you can't be both the great mathematician and the great uh, mathematician uh, uh, and a great poet, mm-hmm. um, then you, uh, he, he still continued to write but obviously he didn't push yeah. push into publication. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was aware of all of this and, yeah. and, and somehow or other and, and I was looking for something new to do. And maybe somewhere in the back of my head was that about you will never be a short story writer <laughs> but, say,
0: but you well. do get the sense of the man's life yeah. and you do get the the sense as you say of all of those personalities yeah. that were yeah. you know part of his story yes. so it, it, it reads novelistically and, and, and as well as being in, in beautifully crafted uh, sonnet forms mm-hmm. so yes. I thought it was an incredible achievement. No, thank you. Um, do you ever write in pre verse?
1: Uh rarely. Rarely. Uh, and um, I I think I've only written once in free you know, it's what people yeah. un- understand by totally free yeah. verse. Yeah. Maybe there is no such thing as totally free verse. Uh and uh I I I didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so shape is part of the
1: Yeah. Oh, there would shape yeah, I would yeah. still keep shape in some sense. But yeah. uh uh you know, I suppose uh, I, w- I would get away from end rhyme, uh, but maybe keep some sort of, you know, yeah. whatever the equivalent thing of non-end rhyme is. Uh, uh, what's the right word for um, that?
0: It's, it's in- internal?
1: Yeah, I think it might be. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes.
0: <yeah, sorry>. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know in the last decade or so, you've, you've, been involved in a lot of projects that have looked more explicitly at that overlap between the sciences and the arts, and I'm, I'm thinking in particular uh, there was an anthology that you edited in 2012 mm. where you got poets to respond to science. Yes. Um, was that fun? And did it produce surprising results for you? Uh,
1: well, I was. It was. It, it was fun. Yes, uh, uh, and uh, it. Uh, I I think it produced a very good anthology, which uh, you know, but you know, I have to I would say that I suppose. Uh but I did. I thought there were great, great poems in yeah. there. Uh what was great was that everybody said yeah. Yeah. And uh now the idea wasn't mine, in fact, it was uh, it was Pat Boren's, mm-hmm. and uh but uh, I took it on and uh Pat Busy and, and uh, I made the selection of people and uh and uh but it was, I mean, and fun in the sense that it didn't, it wasn't, it was no work. Mm. They did the work. Mm. Mm. There might have been occasional issues, because they were asked to write about it, it, uh, science in uh, 12 lines, because it was 2012, and there were 20 of them, and, and it was to do with the 2012 uh, European science meeting in Dublin. And uh, uh, some of them had issues with 12. <laughs> just too long or too short <laughs> <laughs> a little bit sort of oh, it hovered around the uh, you know the 11 12 13 oh, thing <laughs> so
0: some people don't like straight jackets I'm well guessing.
1: that that's right you know and and, and of course that's perfectly yeah. perfectly valid uh, uh, thing to do if that you know the poet has the right to write the poem that they want to write but not if they've been told that it's 12 lines
0: okay. <laughs> but do you think and because i know you've you've done some projects involved in uh, other poets that have a kind of a science interest, and I'm thinking Noel Duffy yep. is a really good example of that. I think he was a, a former student of yours. He was,
1: he was indeed. Yeah. Um, and a I think very he, very good student, uh, very bright guy. You
0: know, one of these multi-talented people, Noel mm, Duffy, who yeah. can write great poetry and be a really mm. good scientist as well. Mm. Um, Kate Dempsey, I think, was also another, involved in, the, yes, in, in, right. in yeah. another project. So do you think that those kind of boundaries between those different disciplines are are, are blurring Anyway, or or has it been a false dichotomy between STEM on one side and humanities on the other?
1: Well, this is—I mean, the, the the boundaries are the, the boundaries are are becoming stronger in 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 one sense because of the funding of universities. Yes. I mean, there's no doubt about that, and uh, I think that's a pity. Uh, but you know, the state makes decisions and has to. And sees it's you know that's its, its role and mm. they're, they're, the state is us and they're making they're, they're making those decisions in the best interests, one hopes mm. in a way, um, but uh, I think there's you know as almost against that there is a kind of a, a natural kind of coming together now, more so than I would have been aware of uh, when I was uh, a student certainly, yeah, uh, and. Uh, so there is, a, the, the boundaries are being blurred mm. off, if you like, off to, to the side, maybe on a one-to-one basis or, you know, smaller groups or something mm. like that, but not in that sort of formal statement about
0: I wonder, does social media have a role to play? Because I'm thinking about somewhere like Twitter now, where Robert McFarlane, mm. wonderful sort of landscape writer and uh, has a regular Twitter feed where he presents words and then, Writers get in touch. They respond. Mm. They do something themselves or whatever. So that I think the fact that you can a cat can talk to a king now, you know, yes. um, has changed the way we have conversations about things. Mm.
1: Yes, I didn't know he had a. a oh, a, it's great. A, yeah, because yeah. I, I know I I knew him. I uh, met him at Oxford yeah. when I was there. And he's a great guy yeah. and a great writer.
0: Have you right. seen The Lost Words, which is the one with the, the, Jackie this, Morris, the, the illustrator? Yes, I've seen it. Uh, Gorgeous uh, book.
1: Yes, yes. Gorgeous yeah. behind you. And something. then there's uh, this, um, and there's someone in there who has taken his writings and made poems out of it. This is The Lost Words. This is the one. This is The Lost Words, Because yes. it's,
0: it's specifically about animals. Yeah. And the idea was that these were words that were being removed from the Oxford book of uh, uh, the dictionary, dictionary for Children, yes. okay. so they were reinstituting these words, but writing poems around them and All then right. these beautiful illustrations by Jackie Morris. Uh, but it just, it just made me think about the wonderful, un, you know, synchronicity of different disciplines when you bring them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something maybe that Hamilton would recognize very well, that it's not just, you know, I'm a scientist, therefore I don't mm. talk to boats, or oh, or whatever, that yes. you learn from all of the different things. Yes. Um, which brings us maybe to, to Isaac Newton. Yes. Um, how how did this book come ab- about? And again, was this another person that you'd been long interested in? Oh, or? Uh,
1: no, I, in fact, Isaac doesn't get much of a, oh, a, a say in the book, not a, not a lot. Uh, 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 and uh, it's more the, the eyes really are the 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 linking thing yeah. in it, and uh, I've always been fascinated. I mean, uh, somebody with who wears glasses and has had a few near misses in the laboratory, but thanks to the glasses, yeah, <laughs> you safe. know that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, um, I've always been interested in eyes, and they are they're quite fascinating uh, um, organs. Uh, they seem to sort of st- st- stand apart from the rest, and the rest of them, in some sense, are kind of functional you know sort of do their job you know but the eyes are kind of you know they're they're uh, they're doing more than the, yeah. than than just doing their job that's how yeah. it seems to me that might be fanciful but that's how, and uh, and all sorts of weird things about them you know the fact that they take in oxygen directly whereas the rest of the body depends on this other more laborious method of getting it around by through the blood yeah so they're they're, they're different yeah and they, and they, uh, and we use them so much, you know. Yeah. We, we, well, they we are know. the poets too. Yeah. As, oh, much, oh, as much oh, as the eyes. Oh, abso- oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no doubt about that. And uh, you know, we're always reading the eyes to see what are the what are the eyes got to say here. <laughs> uh, so that was the idea, really. Yeah. And uh, and, uh, and also then to try and kind of um, see what you know what the science of eyes has to offer in terms of. Poetry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, did you bring um, that along to read from, or is there something else that you were going to read from?
1: No, I I, I brought. Excellent. Could we maybe uh, yes, yes, hear, hear course, from something? Yes. Yes. Of course. Very happy. Super. Um, one of the. Uh, <coughs> well, you know, I I've um, I've written a lot about my father, uh, and. Uh, Kind of a mystery man in my 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 life, and uh, sort of trying to sort of create him and and somehow or cherish the few memories that that I I do have of him, and this is one of them uh, um, where he uh, uh, manages to almost uh, lose my eyes. (laughs) So um, it's just his uh, inadequate parenting skills that I have come to recognizing in myself. So I've called it the male line uh, because in some sense it's a, it seems to be that side of things. The male line Once my father tried to rouse the fire my mother being gone to early mass by pouring paraffin from an old jam jar so focused on the task He seemed to miss the presence of his young son in the arch of his bent legs a child too keenly drawn to adult action always on the search for something new well he would soon learn that when the heady vapor caught a spark all hell broke loose my god how i whinged but when in better light she would remark that my fair eyebrows looked like they'd been singed i saved my breath to cool my porridge and he just winked to seal our first complicity
0: lovely um i don't know if you chose this next poem to read or not um but you read it at the launch uh which was in in uh, under the eyes of another scientist, Schrodinger in yes. Trinity, uh, that one of the lecture theatres that I think he taught in. He did. Yes. Um, but you read a poem for Seamus Heaney. Yes. Uh, which was a very beautiful poem and has an extraordinary pun at the end. So I was wondering whether you'd maybe talk a little about that and read it.
1: Yes. Uh, um, yeah. I, the poem is. Uh, uh, it was f- written very, very quickly. It was written the morning that uh, Seamus died. Uh, and it was the continuation of a letter that I was writing to him that, uh, uh, when I heard that he had died. And uh, so I just carried on. Mm. And one of the things I, I, w- I was doing in, in, in the letter was you know, asking them to come to another, in fact, to the launch of the Hamilton book, uh, as, as everyone does you know mm. i mean and in some ways i was trying to reflect on that fact that we had uh, you know <laughs> we had overwhelmed him with you know please do this please yeah. do that and, so, generous man he did. and generous man he, he would he, he did what he uh, as yeah. much as he could he was mm. really wonderful that way uh and 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 uh, another side of it was that i was sending this joke And this was sort of my my currency, the only currency I had. I mean, when you write to uh, the Nobel Laureate, you have to have something, and and, the jokes were all I had. And um, so the joke is in there as well. It wasn't my joke. It's it's apparently the most famous academic joke ever. So so I just snuck it in. And then I tried to end uh, the poem with an image from uh, his own Mm -hmm. work of the hero Gunnar. Well, in, his, uh, in his tomb, if you like. So the poem is called To Seamus Heaney in Heaven. When word came, I was midway in a letter to yourself. What's he after now, you ask? I had begun like Kavanagh's swan head low with many apologies. Like Hamilton writing to Wordsworth O Chilique Legendo On keeping to the last The joke I knew you would enjoy The one about the Greek tailor Euripides Eumenides But you were already beyond Like Gonar Sharing poems with the greats, Milosh, Brodsky, Lowell, Hughes, Yeats.
0: Gorgeous. Okay. Is there a sense that there's a, a new generation that it has the same relationship with you that you had with people like Heaney? Or are there people who write to you with jokes? <laughs>
1: People, well, people do write to me actually, yes, but uh, not with jokes. They write and say, "I'm very interested in science and poetry, and can you give me some pointers?" And I feel very inadequate at that at that point. I really, I really what, do. What the professor
0: of well, physics from you, Trinity College? I
1: f- yes, but I, you know, it's more about you know. I feel that if I were a professor of the interaction of science and, and poetry or and science literature, that would be a very different matter. Yeah. Yet. So I try to be. I, I, I always I always write back first of all, yeah. and, uh, and and in that sense, uh, Heaney, you know, I, I take I take my cue from Heaney as uh, as in so many things, in fact. But yeah. that business of always writing Responding. back. But mm. I'm i never terribly comfortable. I just had one the other day from uh, Notre 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 Dame, not a young woman from Notre Dame uh, who said that she was very interested in this and she would like to come. And, talk to me, and uh, and I will do that, And uh, but I, I'm slightly, you know.
0: That would be a great course for Trinity to take on though, because I, I have a feeling they do something in the medicine, because I've come across references to a course in, in, in medicine in Trinity where they look at poetry that uh, has dealt with um, medicine or doctors or, or it, yeah, in the interface. So yes,
1: I think that's part of their ethics uh, element. Uh, yeah. Martin Dyer taught that oh, for a, a little while. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not sure, maybe two or three years. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it would be interesting uh, to to think in those terms, but uh, uh, just at the moment, the the college is 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 easing into a system where they they will have uh, there will be time to do something else. Yeah. So uh,
0: the modular sort of approach, so you can yeah, do, yeah. you can be a scientist and go and do a creative writing module, or something like that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So,
1: and I don't know where that is at this moment, yeah. uh, but I know that's that's in, that's intended. And then it would be great, yes, mm-hmm. if uh, they could do something along those lines. Well, yeah. you have time in your hands no, no. now. But so. <laughs> right. yes.
0: We were talking a little earlier about Iggy's very busy retirement, so you don't really have time in your hands. But no one. Um,
1: I'm busy. I'm busy not doing the things I should be doing.
0: But yes. it would be it would be nice to think that you've been creating an environment where that kind of thing is possible.
1: Yeah, I think. That, yeah, adding adding to that. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, and maybe I maybe I'm just a little bit too, uh, you know, getting too stiff about this. But maybe all all it needs to be done is to say, this is a good thing. Yeah, and, and then. That will become a, yeah. a good thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So, what's the the next creative project, or or is it far too early to say the book, book only came out in November? And
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I had all. Uh, I often thought that uh, there would be another book like the Hamilton book.
0: Uh, another subject another another
1: yes and uh, the man the one who who interests me uh, in that regard is is, is uh, Schrodinger himself
0: ah wonderful um,
1: and of course uh, it's I mean the criteria for, uh, for someone like that uh, if you like my maybe they're false criteria but scientist writes poetry and, and uh, Schrodinger wrote poetry yeah. uh, published one collection um, but also uh, you know, there has to be a, a really interesting life as well, and that was true of Hamilton, and it most certainly was true of, of Schrodinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, I may yet. Well, are that. there
0: poems begun or? No,
1: no, not not uh, no. That was I would I would be going back to the start now yeah. and, and reading the, there are a couple of very good uh, biographies yeah. of of Schrodinger. And talking to people, and, mm. and the, uh, the 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 difference between Hamilton and Schrodinger, of course, is that there are still people around who who knew Schrodinger, so mm. you could actually go and, mm. and and talk to them. The difficulty of that is that the families are very much around. Yeah. And that. that so you that want adds you want
0: to do justice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's right. a pressure as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: yeah, but I I, w- I would I would be interested in doing yeah. that.
0: And maybe, on the side, a major anthology of the poems of the scientist poets.
1: That's right, yes. In fact, I'm supposed to be doing something (laughs) something like that, uh, which I haven't done very much on. Uh, I I spent a little bit of time in in Erlangen University, uh, where they actually had one of these uh, uh, serious attempts at uh, science and literature Mm. uh, combined Mm. courses. Uh, not so much a course, but that, that was what they were working towards, and um, and I spent time with them, and I and promised them was that I would tr- I would try to work on the on- anthology mm. uh, like that, and I made a start, but uh, the part of the problem is that I needed to for them I needed to really include a lot of uh, German poets, and I'm limited, yeah. in am German, and yeah. uh, so so that's another that's project, another project, another project.
0: Um, well, maybe you might finish us off with one more. Not finish us off. That sounds <laughs> that's right, right. completely wrong. Right. You will give us a wonderful conclusion to this conversation with another poem from the book.
1: Well, uh, a poem that's attracting some attention, and I, I, I'm somewhat frightened by that, <laughs> uh, is a, a poem uh, that uh, Villanelle that uh, was based on something my, my, my wife said to me, which was, she said... Why don't you write me a real love poem? And uh, this is clearly not my—I'm not very good at this. Clearly, clearly. And uh, so uh, it became the first line of a uh, villanelle, and then there was an, another one that came with it that seemed to make some sense. Uh, mine. And I got started, and I got going through the villanelle, and uh, and then I thought, oh, how am I going to get out of this? And uh, And the morning I was doing this, I heard on the radio that uh, the last typewriter factory in India had closed. Wow. Escape clause. The Request. Write me a real love poem, she said. Not one of your trademark ironies. From the heart this time, not the head. The 30-plus years we've been wed weigh in with this request to please write me a real love poem. She said, no talk of path we've yet to tread, no hint of shared eternities, from the heart this time, not the head. No squint-eyed cupids, arrow sped, no corny jokes, no schmaltz, no cheese. Write me a real love poem she said, no murmurings of how love fled, no airy-fairy sophistries from the heart this time, not the head, the Olivetti on the bed, the warm caress of well-worn keys, write me a real love poem, she said, from the heart this time, not the head
0: wonderful well done well done um well it's been fascinating to chat with you um really looking forward to what you next produce in terms of an anthology which may be like schrodinger's cat may maybe there may not be mm-hmm. um and and i think that that uh, approach to schrodinger himself sounds brilliant so i really hope you do that Oh, thank um, you. And thanks in the meantime for coming and talking to us. Oh well, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you very much for, for watching us. Um, first show under a belt of 2018. We'll be back next month with something probably quite different. Um, and looking forward to joining you then. Thank you. Yes, I know that I'm just a dreamer. I dream. Cause it's the closest I'll ever get to you